Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of the 420 Blazing HD Podcast. Smoke weed every day. Oh, you were waiting. You were praying <laughs> for that moment. Not um, there's nothing special about it, and we are not smoking, and we don't smoke, and we don't encourage people to smoke because that's an illegal. It's an illegal activity, and can get you in lots of trouble, not just with the government, but with your parents. Um, today's episode is sponsored by On It, MeUndies, Hims, and SeatGeek. This is, um, I'm super excited to announce this. On Monday, we've got Ninja, the Twitch megastar, joining us. Um, leave your questions on the subreddit. He's coming in at 2 p.m. PST, I believe, on Monday, this Monday. I am freaking super pumped to mm-hmm. meet and talk with Ninja. And then, also, I just want to say a very happy uh, National Walkout Day, which coincides with 420, which is a happy coincidence. National School Walkout Day. Right. Let's go, hey, let's go protest gun violence. (laughs) I'm blazed. How did they both fall on the same day? (laughs) I don't know. Also, Hitler's birthday, apparently, so. Wow. It's uh, It's a busy day. Columbine (laughs) happened today as well. Oh. Oh, wait. Okay. Did I was never clear. Was the guy who did the dudes who did Columbine, did they choose Hitler's birthday specifically? Or was it a coincidence? Oh god. Uh, that's can you guys research been, that? Yeah, that's pretty I'll nuts. Check. Let's celebrate the biggest mass murdering shithead that ever exists. Let's celebrate his life. Um, here's our favorite 420 video. This was by what, this 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 guy makes great content. I don't know if he's still making videos on your computer. This guy's a great man. He's got yeah. some real classics. So they've been around for ever. Yeah, he he was making videos back 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 in the day when we were just yeah. walking around shirtless. This guy was killing <laughs> it. Um, here, enjoy this, guys. It it's that time by. On, on your, your computer. computer. Whoa, you're never gonna believe what time it is, man. <laughs> oh, God. It's 420, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> it's 420, man. <laughs> whoa. 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 Hey, Mom, guess what? It's 420. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. This guy's great. Check out On Your Computer, man. I hope he's doing well. I wish him the best, and I thank him for all the laughs and all the gaffes and all the goofs and all the... I'm not going to say the G word, Ela. Put that in my head. It's, uh... That video is so well-timed with the mom walking in. (laughs) The mom walking in, and then imagine if both his watch and the microwave, because, you know, sometimes it's one minute off. Ruins it. Did you ever, did you guys celebrate 420 in Israel at all? Mm, I didn't even know about it. I don't know, maybe people do. Did you even know people who smoked at all in Israel? Yeah, but, um, not a lot. Mm. But I think 
everyone does smoke. I just was like You're a little just a sweet naive kid. Ela goes, don't tell my parents that weed exists. <laughs> She's like, don't tell them it exists. We made that video about how we used to be drug dealers. She's like, don't show that to my parents. They don't know I that weed. They don't know that weed exists. That. I, that one was yeah. I was afraid of their reaction, and then my mom was just uh, she just didn't mention it. I think maybe you think she saw it, but was just like, I don't even know how to address this. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when I was in college at UC Santa Cruz, four twenty was like the biggest day of the year. Really? It's so ridiculous in a way like <laughs> thinking back like everyone would go out and there's this meadow It's called the meadow and everybody from the whole school from the whole town would pour into this meadow There was thousands of people and you would see the most obscene shit You would see people who would roll a massive joint with like a pound of weed oh And they, they would have like 10 different shoots and like 20 people would be hitting it at once The cops would show up and there they would be like I don't I don't know what to do about this because it's like a couple like five cops show up this was before it was legal. I mean, this was like 10 years ago now. That's pretty crazy. It was, it was before it was legal, but it was like, Was the teachers hey, like, not, <laughs> were they okay with it? It wasn't really a, something that mattered. Because it was just, like, Santa Cruz has a reputation for Sa- being yeah, like, like blaze, right? <laughs> so the it, teachers participated. There was probably some. But when you have thousands of people out there, and they're they're peacefully existing, not causing any problem, it's hard, like, what actually can you do? You're gonna start, you can come out with the riot gear, and start, like, you know, clubbing people because they're having a marijuana cigarette. So the police handled it right. But, like, just this whole notion of glorifying weed somehow, I don't understand it. People don't glorify other drugs. Why does weed get glorified? It's weird, it's kind of like, you're in the club. Or you're not. People think about weed as like this miracle. It's like a miracle. Like God, God gave us this plant and it solves every problem. I'm enlightened. I'm chilled. All natural. It's all natural. (laughs) Just grows up from the earth. And also, it's it doesn't harm you. That's what they say. It's a perfect, beautiful drink. I actually, I personally would say to people out there who haven't tried it who will probably one day try it, I would say be cautious of this drug. Because I've been more fucked up mentally as a result of smoking weed than any other drug I've taken, and I've taken a lot of drugs. And I'm not encouraging anyone to take drugs, you know, make decisions for yourself, but of all of them that I've taken, weed has been the one that's, like, fucked me up the most. I've had, like, bad trips on and just been, like, mentally in outer space in a bad way. Yeah, I... I also have trouble with it. Whenever I try it, I just get like so paranoid and not. I can't enjoy anything. I just feel right. weird. Like, but I think it it really depends on the person, you know. Yeah, I think I wish that I enjoyed it. Like I see some people who are like, um, freaking loving it. But I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's real. I think it's real. You think it's real? Yeah. I feel like weed is something you have to smoke for like a full decade <laughs> before you can be like, I'm just at peace now with this drug that freaking blasts me in outer space. There's also studies. This turned into like the anti-weed. I'm not <laughs> trying to like ban. You could. I don't. I don't care. Do whatever you want. My parents smoke. Everyone I know smokes. Yeah. My parents and all my siblings smoke on a daily basis. So I'm not, I'm just saying, I don't know why it gets put up on a pedestal. Like nobody goes and buys a bottle of like whiskey and it's like. Yeah, man, this is going to cure all your problems, dude. You're going to forget about all your troubles. It comes at a price. It's a drug. 
All right, everyone what out about, there. What about wine? Would they say that there's like a wine? It's a lush. What? Lushes. What? A lush is someone who abuses wine. No, I mean, would you do you think there's a wine like club where people like idolize wine? The people who are interested in wine are because there's like wine collectors, right? Whole, but it's more about every rich person has like a wine room in their house. Yeah, but wine isn't a well, alcohol's the drug. Yeah, and people don't. I mean, yeah, but people don't fetishize it in the same way as like weed. I think. Whatever. <laughs> this conversation sucks. <laughs> Uh, anyway, to everyone out there who is blazed, smoke weed every yeah, day. Enjoy, man. Hell yeah, <laughs> have a good time, dude. Have a great time. Um, who's just paid taxes? <laughs> hey, on to another topic. Oh yeah, they said that uh, the Columbine was a coincidence. Isn't that strange? Oh really? It was a coincidentally on Hitler's birthday from the Guardian. The fact that the attack took place on Hitler's birthday was a coincidence. The boys had decided on 19th of April, the anniversary of the botched government siege at Waco, Texas. Okay, something else. At least they're wait, celebrating. Wait, 19th of April. Yeah. Oh wait, that's a, that's, that's a wrong day. That's not even on the no, 20th. But then it says that it had to be pushed back 24 hours. Oh, so I should actually continue. I should finish reading. Just lots of cheery stuff. 74, mm. 76 people perishing in a fire, all the good stuff. Okay. Who's paid taxes? We did. Taxes. Man, I love paying taxes. <laughs> you know what I wish about taxes? I wish there was a receipt. Because I paid, we're paying now about... There is a receipt in like a hundred, PDF with a hundred pages. Really? Of they tell you how you, I mean, they no, spent I mean your like money? Your tax re- oh. They don't tell you how they spent the money. <laughs> And that for you that you paid. I think that I should be entitled to know where my fucking money went. Because at this would be great. At this point, we're paying about forty five percent of our income. They're making almost as much as we are. What the hell? What I want is a receipt. I wanna say your money was used to buy two missiles, you know, three sandwiches. Two carpets for the president. Yeah. The gardeners at the White House. I don't know. But, like, there should be a breakdown of, like, welfare, um, um, you know, like, infrastructure, military, yeah. health care. I want to know. I guess you can find it online, but I'd like to know. Wouldn't it be cool if you could vote for how your money's spent? Yep. So you pay your taxes, you say. You, you give them, whatever, $50,000 in a year. And then you get to choose off with your money, like, hey, I want I want this to go to healthcare. I want this to go to infrastructure. And you can decide as a citizen how you want the government to spend your money. Wouldn't that be a cool way of, like, actually deciding what's important? Because at this point, we're spending, like, 50% of our money on military. I mean, what, what gives, dude? I don't know. It's... I don't even understand the whole military and the war... Here, because it's so weird how it's like you're in war, but no one, it's nothing here, it's all over there. Right, you're, because, it, well, in Israel, you feel, when you're at yeah, war, Israel, you understand you, why. You're, you're right there. <laughs> but I was thinking about this, too, like, recently, you, I'm sure everyone heard, the government with UK and France bombed Syria in retaliation for them using chemical weapons. And I was thinking, I'm sitting here trying to be like, how do I feel about this? Like, it's a good thing, it's a bad thing. Yeah. But then the, the honest to God truth, I think, is like, 
who fucking actually in this world that is so complex, I'm sitting out here in like my comfortable life out in Los Angeles. How could I ever actually know what, what actually is going on there? How can an ordinary citizen actually understand what the hell is going on in Syria and why we're bombing them? And why have we been in perpetual war for two decades? I, that I don't understand. It's so weird, the concept. How can I know? How can I know? You, I feel like to understand, you would have to have privileged information or at least spent dedicating like a full-time amount of, of, of researching this and trying to understand it and going there. And seeing what it's like in Syria, you know, and seeing what's actually going on there. Who the fuck knows what's that? Like, how can I have an opinion about it? People get so passionate one way or the other about like, oh, it's good. Oh, it's bad. It's probably bad. Anytime someone bombs anything, it's probably bad. It's just, especially when it becomes like related to politics, I feel like no one knows anything except what their side right. said on the news, you know? Right. And then everyone repeats what they heard. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think we all have to understand. The world has become so complex with the internet and all these back channels and all these countries scheming. And everyone's got alternative motives. I honestly don't know what to think about it. But the thing that I found interesting was that Trump, he was ran on this whole thing of being like America first. I don't give a shit, and he he mm-hmm. railed on Obama when Obama got involved in Syria. Yeah. And he was railing on Obama about don't get involved in Syria. And so it was just seemed out of character that all of a sudden he's dropping bombs. Because that was like his whole yeah. identity was America first. Let's not, let's not be the police of the world. Let's let the world sort itself out. I thought it was just interesting that all of a sudden he... So I wonder, what did he see? What did he learn that changed his mind so significantly? Because I know his base... A lot of people who supported him were really upset with that decision from the bomb here. And I wonder, was there something he learned or saw that we don't have access to that was mm-hmm. like where he was like, this is important? Yeah. Who can know? Who can decide? They did bomb chemical. From what I read, they only bombed chemical weapons facilities and research centers associated with the chem- the production of chemical weapons. They didn't bomb like schools or hospitals or anything insane like that. And apparently they also called uh, Russia through back channels and warned them so they could get their people out, which is a a good idea. But that was something that he used to criticize too, right? Don't. Don't give Mm in. It's easy. You know what they say? The crown crown lays heavy on the head. Mm -hmm. It's easy to sit in the peanuts gallery and shit all over this poor son of a bitch who's in charge. Being the president has got to be one of the worst jobs in the whole freaking world. Mm-hmm. That is that is a job for a very specific, unusual type of person, especially someone who can do it good. Trump, love him or hate him, he was the biggest mudslinger ever. And now that he's president, he's doing all this the same stuff that Obama did. I'm not saying that as a criticism of him. Like, now he's bombing Syria, and he was saying to Obama, don't give away your plans ahead of time. But he did both of those things, and it just makes me think that he probably learned something there when he understood, oh, this is the right way to do it. And there's probably just so many codes and things you have to follow. Right. That it's I wonder, complicated stuff. I wonder at the end how much decision they actually have, you know? Mm-hmm. That's another... Uh, who knows? Who the fuck knows? I'm just a guy. I'm not even a political science major. I read Reddit. 
Like, let's just be real with how 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 much we understand about what's going on in this world. You reading Reddit is more than I do. I don't even <laughs> I don't even go there. I think we first need to acknowledge that we don't know anything. Because there's nothing, I found myself doing this too, so it's fine, it happens to everyone. But there's nothing worse than somebody who has an, a basic understanding of something who's just browsed that title. And then will go out and argue in favor of that. And I, I find myself doing that too, and sometimes I'll be like, well, wait, I don't, what am I talking about? I don't know anything. We don't know anything. You can't. It's natural. I don't know. Yeah. You you can't just walk around and be like, well, I don't know anything, so I can't say anything <coughs> about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But but that whole drive to want to, like, defend your team is, is being used against us. Mm-hmm. And now, like, the Democratic Party is suing Donald Trump. Did you know that? It just happened, I think, today or yesterday. The Democrats are suing Donald Trump for for working with Russia to undermine the election or something. I don't know. But it's like we've got everything so divided. You you almost forget that we're we're neighbors. We're living in the same country. But it's like all out war. I don't know what I guess that's how it's better that way for everybody. It's like a I don't know. What's better? Well like the powers that be, it's almost better, right, that, that we're so divided. In a way, because you focus more on like how much you hate them mm. than about actually solving any problems. It, it makes you easier to control. This is just a conspiracy. I don't know. But it's been like this for so long and no one's made any meaningful efforts to actually reconcile. And it's just two parties. It's not that complicated. You got one like our disagreements are not that great, but somehow everybody fucking hates each other. <laughs> got CNN and Fox News and they fucking hate each other. It's nuts. I don't know. It's like, bro, we're all we're neighbors. We got to we're sharing like, you know? The thing is like when you're in a when you're growing up and you get in a brutal fight with your sibling, you still sit at dinner table together and have dinner and then the next day forget about it. But I don't know how deep the actual hatred for each other is going. I don't know how deep it is or if it's like after the next election or maybe there's a president that everyone likes and we forget about. It. I don't know. I know how bad it is. It's hard to tell. I don't know anything. <laughs> Look at me. I'm trying to get all fucking serious. This conversation, Maybe. I feel like we smoked weed. I'm so blazed! <laughs> that would be the, wouldn't that be the best <laughs> twist ever? <sighs> Alright, here's, speaking of politics and all this bullshit, you guys want to see some scary shit. I, I've been meaning to watch this for a long, long time, and I just haven't had the opportunity here on the podcast because we have so many guests lately. Um, but you guys probably saw this. This is just unbelievable. Um, talk about a threat to democracy and some real 1984 shit. Look at this. Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about the public trend. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake story. So, a little background. They're, these are all owned by a huge conglomerate, media conglomerate, called Sinclair. And they started buying up tons of local news organizations. And they're starting to use them 
they give them these forced memos that they have to read. You have to read this verbatim, word for word. And it's just, it's this unbelievable propaganda. Like, the people who are watching these local news don't know that this memo is forced from someone upstairs yeah. who owns... It seems like it's an anecdote by no, these yeah, people. when you watch it, it seems like that person is just... Uh, it doesn't seem like they, were all, they would all be reading something that was, like... Why would they? Yeah. There's a very personal connection with the local news. Those are your people, right? And so, and, and then even further is they're talking about like one-sided news who, that, that is corrupting democracy. All the meanwhile, while having hundreds of people read this document, yeah. it's like, it's actual double think. You remember that concept from 1984 where you can both contradict oh, yourself yeah. and believe it at the same time while being aware? It's actual double yeah. think. You can't criticize people for one-sided news and propaganda when you're disseminating this for hundreds of... It's, it's, it's actual double-think. It's scary. It's, this is horrifying. Watch this. ...without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these stories simply aren't true without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. This is so shocking. This is state media. It's absolutely shocking. This is like what you'll see in China or Russia when the when the government owns mm-hmm. the media. I have to say, whoever edited this together is oh incredible. God. That is a feat of of unbelievable. It's so well, like it's perfect. Not just the editing, but like actually finding yeah. the the vod of all these morning shows. That this must have taken unimaginable work to accomplish. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. <laughs> this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extreme- I love watching all these talking heads who don't even know what they're talking about <laughs> or give a fuck, acting like they care. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. dangerous to our democracy this is extremely 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 dangerous to our democracy this it's like they're all just doing an audition right <laughs> right like that the the balls the double think it's just actual double think to make someone say this is a this is a danger to our democracy while undermining it it's unreal it's super scary. This shit scared the shit out of me. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Uh, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is. You get the idea. She was good. She made it sound like she was really I saying it. it. I believe that. But th- th- that's what's so bad. It's like if you're just watching your local news, you have no reason to doubt these people. And then it's yeah. convincing because these are your people, you know? All right. Let's take a quick break. We've got a ton of stuff. Please don't go away. Tons and tons of stuff. Huge. I've got a one-pound joint that me and Eli are going to smoke just the two of us right after this commercial break. So don't go away, guys. We'll be right back. Thank you to Onnit for sponsoring this episode of the H3 Podcast. Onnit is a fitness lifestyle company dedicated to being the best that they can be by improving every aspect of health, performance, and wellness. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, workout equipment had no personality and was kind of an eyesore. 
We all remember that treadmill in the living room that became a coat rack or mom's dumbbells that ended up as a doorstop. Mom, looking at you, mom. That's changing right goddamn now, thanks to Onnit, a fitness and lifestyle company and the makers of the Primal Kettlebells. I was like, what is Primal? I looked up Primal Kettlebells. It's these incredible kettlebells with like gorilla really? faces. It's really cool. But here's what's going on now. On it has developed a new force in fitness featuring equipment inspired by characters in the Star Wars universe. This is kind of insane that they got Let's the license to Star Wars. Look at this. So here we've got the kettlebell of Darth Vader. Okay. This thing weighs 70 flipping LBs. You guys have so never heavy. seen me lift this much. I don't want to throw my back out. Seriously. Proper. Ah! <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> ah! God, that's heavy. You see that? Can I put it down yet? Careful. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. How do they pack You'll 70? Actually, hurt you back. <laughs> How the fuck do they pack 70 pounds into this thing, man? <laughs> it's crazy. So this is awesome. It's a Darth Vader kettlebell they bottle. Al- they also got a yoga mat with Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to show that. Can you bring that in real fast? Yoga mat. Uh, they've also got one of Stormtroopers and Boba Fett of different weight, so you can have the whole flipping mm-hmm. collection. It's really cool. Han Solo yoga mat and the frozen carbonite, of course. Here, pass that. And a Death Star slam ball. Look at this <laughs> Death Star slam ball, dude! <laughs> you slammed this bitch! I don't know if I can slam it here. Careful! Oh! <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. So if you're into fitness and Star Wars... <laughs> Combine your loves for each of them. I personally find these products to be a, a total blast. Make your body a little more Han Solo. L- Make your body a little more Han Solo and a little less Jabba the Hut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get them. Uh, these make the perfect addition to any fans collection and any home gym. Head to onit.com/starwars and use promo code H3 for ten percent off your order. That's O. NNIT.com slash Star Wars promo code H3. Thank you so much to Onnit for Thank supporting you. our show and making these cool ass products. Appreciate you. Let me I, just. Ah, I gotta get this off the table. Oh! Shredder's freaking out. <laughs> Thank you to Me Undies. Oh, man. What more can you say about Me Undies except for this? I, I, these are my favorite underwear by far. I always rock Mandy's because it's the most comfortable, it's the most breathable, it's the softest, it feels the best. You can go ahead and take that call. You guys got to take a call, but Mandy's must go on. The Mandy's parties must go on. Um, God, it just, it cradles everything so nice. It's crazy. Like, I'm just, I'm telling you, just try it. It's so good. I was on Twitter recently, like, <coughs> somebody found a picture of me not wearing Mandy's. Like, oh, they're betraying you, Mandy's. I was like, I only have, I only have three pairs. So Meandies was like, we got to fix that. And they sent me like a ton of underwear and I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. This stuff's amazing. Like, oh, oh, it's just underwear. Just try it. Just try it. And you're going to understand that it's not just underwear. It's incredible. These boxers, I don't, I don't mess with briefs, but try the boxers. In my opinion, you'll never regret getting that pair. They are using micromodal in their underwear. It's sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. They have got 
100% satisfaction guarantee. Me Undies guarantees you will love their undies or your money back. Just give it a shot. You're going to want to keep it because it's so incredible. Here's the deal. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase my any MeUndies, you get 20% off and free shipping. Give me a break. MeUndies is so sure you're going to love their underwear. They offer 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love the first pair, you get a full refund. It's a no-flipping goddamn brainer. And I'm pissed about it because why aren't you getting it already? Get 20% off a pair. Get 20% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. So, to get 20% off free shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash H3. That's MeUndies.com slash H3. And what I want is you guys to send me pictures. I want to see it. You're going to understand how flexible and breathable these are. I want to see your fupa cradle, you know? And, and, and like, I'm not even... Maybe this isn't a good idea when we're trying to have kids, but it doesn't feel that damaging. All right. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to the H3 Podcast. Thanks for sticking around. I love you for that. I love you for that. Can I say something? I want to say something. Say something. Everybody to, first of all, everyone who's been watching and fucking with the podcast, I just want to actually express my deep felt gratitude and appreciation. We recently started making H3 videos again. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate talking about it because I just, I hate complaining about it in general because it's been talked to death. But we pretty much don't make any money on YouTube now. And the podcast is our primary source of income now. Thanks to our sponsors and everyone who supports us on Twitch. on Twitch. And so you guys have got us to the point where we're stable enough that we can actually enjoy making videos for fun. And so that we can have, the, so we can make videos with you for you guys and with you guys. And not worry about the fact that, like, we're not actually making money from doing it. And so, to everyone who's supported us here, I just really want to say a big, big, huge, huge, huge thank you. It honestly means a lot, and I, and I really appreciate it, so. <laughs> Damn, you had that queued up. Like, I was thinking about that today, because yeah, we've enjoyed making H3 videos lately, and a large part is from the stability we get here, that we can do that. The podcast has been, like, our... Anchor or Definitely. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. So anyway, it means a lot, you guys. Thank you all for, for hanging out. And for actually for giving us the opportunity to like learn how to do this. Because <laughs> this is like our 62nd or 63rd episode. And, I, and I've always heard from other podcasters, and I'm learning now that it's true, that you really don't know what you're doing with podcasts until like the 100th episode. I believe it. You know? Our first episodes were so rough. Right. <laughs> And, like, it's pretty challenging logistically, but also mentally, like, to talk in front of the camera for an hour or live. two. Live. It's and then learning how to prepare. There's a lot to it. And, and just knowing how to interact with people yeah. is something that I've struggled with. How to sit down and have a conversation with somebody. Are you boring? Are you trying to be too funny? Are you trying to be too funny? Do you need to calm down? Now are you too quiet? <laughs> It's like, it's a crazy thing. And any, anyway, thank you guys for giving us the, the audience and for giving us the, the chance and time to, to improve at it as well. I don't think we're good at it yet, but yeah. we're trying. Guys, we spoke previously about <coughs> laptop wars because Hila <laughs> dropped a cool $3,400 on her Wackbook Air. 
Yeah. I don't know if I announced this, but we were saying that we wanted to find a competitor to the we WAP did. book. Yeah, we've talked about it. But did I say that Razor reached out to no, us? No, no, no. So we were talking about this previously, and Razor followed me and DM'd me. And they're like, yo, I think I'll, let, we'll hook you up. So Razor sent us two of these dirty dudes. And what is this called, Dan? It's called the Razor... It's the Razor Blade. The Razor Blade. <laughs> Blade. <laughs> Vamp, straight up vampire slayer. <laughs> um, so they sent us two of these dirty dudes and a bunch of gear. And um, I was so stoked. Because I actually do think, after researching it, that this is the best equivalent to the whack book that you can find. It's a, it's a roughly the same weight. Mm-hmm. It's very slick and slim. Here's the big difference is I've only been using it for a couple of days. Yeah. So I'll check back in a little bit, but I've been using it. We did some tests and stuff. So let me let me break this down for you guys out there. This laptop, the Razer one, costs ba- uh, approximately $1,000 less. This one's on sale for $2,100. This one costs about $3,100. Well, $3, yeah, $3,100. So here, here, here's where it got real interesting. We did one basic function that I thought was super important. Dan put a, like a 12-minute or like a 4-minute clip into Premiere and loaded up a ton of effects on it. Yeah. And we rendered them on both computers. These are both top of the line. And Dan, what was the... Uh, how, do you remember how long it took to... Do you have it written here? Yeah, it's in there. Um, yeah, the, the Razer... Beat the Mac by about what is it? Almost six what? minutes. Yeah. The, it took the it took the razor twelve minutes to render this clip, and and, and the whack book eighteen. Now that that to me is one of the best benchmarks that you can do in terms of editing, computing, gaming, rendering an effect heavy clip, and the the razor, I would say crushed on on that test. It absolutely crushed, and it's got a thousand do- dollar less. But there are other things worth b- yeah. worth being considered here. Um, the mouse pad here is still unbeatable. The Mac mouse is so fucked up. It is so good. <laughs> like I can't get over the the Mac mouse pad. When I started using it, I was totally obsessed because <laughs> this thing is perfect. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's like the, the double scroll? scroll up and down. It <laughs> runs perfectly. But the part that gets you the most moist and bothered <laughs> is when you can click anywhere. Like on this on this and other mouse pads, you have to lift your finger and then click. On the click. And it does a sensor. Yeah. Yeah. But on the Mac, there's an actual click under the mouse pad. Yeah, so the whole mouse pad is clickable. And it's big, it's massive. Now here's the problem. Whackbook, being the the not the tech Nazis that they are, they patented in the m- giant mouse pad and the click on the mouse pad, so nobody else can do it. But that being said, ra- this this one's probably the best I've seen. The the uh, <laughs> that works really really it good. It does work really well. It works We've, just as good, just yeah. as good. So that I, I'm in love with, but it doesn't have the click and it's smaller. The screen is 4K. This one is not 4K. Yours, but it's smaller. Is, yours is a touch screen. This touch one screen. is not. Yeah, it's a touch screen. I can't decide how useful the touch screen is. But the Mac has the best speakers. The it speakers does. are incredible. <laughs> but what I'm wondering, and like, I'll keep using the computers. Like, the Mac does have a polish. But I'm just wondering, because $1,000 is a lot. It's a lot. For raw computing power, this is, this is the winner. 
and a thousand dollars plus. No, I will. I'm gonna yeah. keep using it. I'm just saying it's been it's been an interesting day already. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect with that with that render test. Yeah, that was pretty pretty bad for the what Mac. Did, what did you expect when you ran that? I Dan? thought the oh, oh I I thought the Mac will win. I, I, I expected the Razer would win. The the main oh, thing is okay. with Premiere because uh, Premiere gets accelerated by NVIDIA cards and they don't put NVIDIA cards in those MacBooks anymore. So are you are you indicating that if you're using a different editing software, the results could be different? I mean, mm. maybe in Final Cut since it's Apple native. I mean, mm. you can't do a one-for-one -one mm. comparison though. Also, Final Cut is garbage. Fight me. Yeah. Fight me, Twitch chat. No, I don't think anyone's well, going to no fight No one really on uses it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, we're gonna keep comparing, but like it's it's real interesting. I mean, a thousand. The thing is, like, the apple is really a status symbol. If you walk around with the apple, girls want to fuck you, and guys want to be you. <laughs> but with the razor, in a way, it's like, oh, look at this gamer. <laughs> look at this gamer carrying around his gaming laptop. What are you going to play World of Warcraft, nerd? <laughs> like, there is a there is a level of that, and I guess that's just in the branding that that apples accomplish. But razor's making a move here. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll keep checking in on that. Real interesting stuff. And this is all out of curiosity. It's not really an ad to get you to buy. This is not ad. I'm not paid. Either. We're not paid by either of them. Yeah. This is just fueled by my hate of Apple <laughs> and my desire to be like. Because I, when I Ela got it, I was like, "This is the best laptop I've ever used. How can there not be another laptop out there that's this good mm -hmm. and doesn't cost thirty four hundred dollars?" But this one isn't cheap either. 2100 bucks. I so far just from my personal experience with it, I have not been disappointed in anything no, with the great. Mac. The Mac is amazing. It's so like you just open it and you use it. That's it. No I have like to give updates. It up. Yeah. I don't know. Install drive. Right. And when I watch porn, I don't even get like <laughs> worms that like steal my identity. <laughs> <laughs> They just infect my lungs. Um, I love that that was a selling point for a long time about Max. You can't even get you can't get viruses when you watch porn and and rip shit. Was that real? Because most people use PCs, so I guess virus developers oh. didn't bother to target that's Max. Funny. I don't know if that's true anymore. I feel like that can't be true. I feel like bloatware and ad like viruses is kind of a thing of the past. You have to be kind of a dum dum to get a virus on your computer these days. I guess because you have um, you have ad blocker, Windows comes with a wonderful virus protector. Yeah, I mean if you're going to like get money quick dot got got them, <laughs> and you don't have ad block on, you're probably gonna get you're gonna get got. <laughs> When's the last time like if you go to a porn site and you don't have ad block on, it's just like, oh my god, I've been using ad block for so long. By the way, I have it disabled for sites that I love. Okay, some sites you got to put it on because you're just not insane. <laughs> It's like going to a brothel and having sex with all the prostitutes without a condom. <laughs> it's like, it's just insane. You have to wear protection <laughs> when it's necessary. <laughs> you know? So on YouTube, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get an STD yeah. on YouTube. I don't want to activate <laughs> it there. But if you go to like a weird porn site too, because there's like reputable ones, and then there's like weird ones. <laughs> <sighs> Man, that shit is a, out of this world. But as people get older, when like our parents, I think those are the ones who are getting infected still. Yeah. When they go, it's going to be a weird new world. They're the ones answering emails from like hot singles in your area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nigerian princes. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, You're, you get an email. Your son is here with me, and he lost his wallet. And <laughs> <laughs> you know that shit's so crazy. Someone actually scammed my grandma. Yeah. I told you that story. Yeah. I was in college. This was ten years ago. Somebody called my grandma. She knew. He knew my name. He knew enough about me, my birthday, and everything, and where I'm from, to convince her that he was me, <laughs> and that he was in Mexico in a prison, and needed her to send to his bank $3,000 to bail him out. There's so many questions like, why are you calling me? You have parents, you have siblings, you have... But he got her. He got her. Um... Okay. We had a company event on Monday. <laughs> that was probably one of the funnest days in history. We took the whole gang out, the Teddy Fresh crew, the H3H3 crew, everyone here, and we went to Disneyland. And we did this thing called VIP tours, and it basically is like the golden ticket to Charlie's factory. <laughs> um, it's the funnest. It was like the funnest day ever. It was. Do we have pictures of that? There's pictures on Instagram. Um, we were all wearing red Teddy Fresh beanies, <laughs> and we got recognized so much because, well, the red. It's hard to miss. Then. And also, I was like, "Hey, come say hi." Yeah. But it was the freaking funnest day. So. You basically get to skip to the front of every line. And it's pretty crazy. There's nothing more. It's a it's a feeling of both like, ooh, I feel this is like straight <laughs> class warfare. But also there's something thrilly and but thrilling. It's a, it's a real treat yourself. It's yeah, like... it's a it's a treat yourself. <laughs> there's something thrilling about cutting in front of little kids at Peter Pan's house who've been waiting for two hours <laughs> the little kids rides were the ones i felt the guiltiest yeah. <laughs> like you right you straight up walk in the exit and everyone's been waiting there they've got their hand they're holding them back for like an hour plus for this shitty ride and we walk straight up the exit and i swear to god i didn't do it but i felt like this is what was happening i'd look at them and spit in their face <laughs> and get on this little tiny little children's ride and be like Peace. Not only that, <laughs> but you can also say, you know what? I want to do this ride again. And then you just stay <laughs> on it. That's the craziest show. <laughs> you can ride a ride two, three times at Space Mountain. Space Mountain has the craziest line ever. There was eight of us. We had like a whole coaster. And we're like, we want to go again. Or our tour guy was like, you guys want to go twice. And it's like, obviously. <laughs> so you, first of all, you cut in the line. And everybody, because Space Mountain has got like all these... Um, rows going up and a rafter up so everyone's watching these clowns with red beanies walk in the exit <laughs> I, you know what I don't figure that people think it's like a VIP thing where you just pay more people We're think just all mentally yeah because <laughs> at Disney if you're in a wheelchair you get to go in the exit yeah. they just, just thought you were disabled they thought, yeah. I was, they thought I was retarded we all got the beanies, like a group of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all Make-A-Wish kids. I have seven cares. So I think it's more of a... Um, the looks are more of a mixture of curiosity than of, like, fuck those guys. But when you go on and you come up, you come out, you had a great time, your eyes are watering from laughing and screaming and cold air blasting, you, it's the best time, right? These guys are waiting two hours. It's like... Again. <laughs> And you get used to it so fast. <laughs> right. That's the weird part. It was almost like a case study of like how wealth and privilege, how you can get used mm -hmm. to it so fast. Because the first two are like exhilarating. <laughs> You're like, this is incredible. This is so amazing. This is so much fun. By the third one and towards the end of the day, it's just like, I remember we had to wait like two minutes on Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and we were all like, what the fuck is the hold up? Like, is, are you serious? Like, you're actually going to make me wait in a line? 
with these plebeian scumbags. <laughs> it's real interesting. Yeah. How you get used to it. <laughs> but I do think that their suffering is part of the joy of the experience. Of <laughs> seeing everyone waiting in line. Guardians of the Galaxy is so fun. That was insane. Oh, that shit was insane. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh my god. We got on it, and it's like you sit in a room in front of like a screen. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought it's one of those where you're just sitting Star at, tour. Wa- yeah, watching a movie with like effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was completely not that. I've never been on a ride like that. <laughs> it's a giant building. And it is like Star Tours in that you're watching something and you're in a little like row with people. Mm-hmm. But the actual row catapults up and down <laughs> incredible distances. And oh my god, it was crazy. Lydia, our pro- <laughs> our product manager for production manager for Teddy Fresh, was like <laughs> screaming, "Bloody murder, man!" <laughs> I was right screaming too. I didn't. Me insane. too. Eva was clutching on for dear life. That was great. That was fun. That was a great day. Pretty much lost my voice the next day. I was like, <laughs> from yeah, so tired. Still um, recovering, honestly. And then, if you guys are boarding a plane to go ride to Disneyland, bear this story in mind. Southwest passenger paid $8 for Wi-Fi to Facebook Live final moments during emergency landing. Just kill your joy. Oh, God. There was this story, I don't know if you guys heard this. A Southwest flight, the engine just straight blew up midair. And the woman sitting next to the damn wing, which is me every flight. How do I always end up in the worst seat on airplanes where it's like right over the wing and it's the loudest, most obnoxious place? I feel like I'm that in that seat every time. Well, anyway, this went out. Crazy. So this woman, the engine blows up. The window next door shatters, is open to the elements, and she sucked out of that bitch. Sucked out halfway. People go and they pull her inside the window. And oh, really? She died. She died from her injuries. Wow! But she was almost halfway sucked out. They tried to resuscitate her. Oh, Jesus! God, dude. The thing about like airplane crashes that always trips me out. Whenever I'm on an airplane, I'm like, this would be the worst time ever for me to die. Because whenever you're on an airplane, you're either you're doing something important. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get on an airplane unless you were doing something important. Either going on vacation, you're moving somewhere, you're going to see someone that you haven't seen in a long time. It's a life event when you get on a on an airplane by by the nature of it, for the most part. And I'm always like, this is the worst pl- time for me to die if this plane goes down. It's the worst time for everybody. That's the scary part about dying in a plane crash. As much as anything, it's like always the perfect and worst time for you to die. The most ironic death possible. I was reading about this couple, they were flying this airplane that disappeared from like it was going to Thailand. It was this really crazy one in the Southeast Asia. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It just disappeared. They didn't find it. Like 500 people perished. And they were writing stories about the people who were on the plane. And it was two couples, two old couples who were retired and they were going on their first trip outside the United States. Oh, it was God. their dream to go to Thailand. And after all their lives leading up to this minute, perishing on a fucking airplane like, like, that is just the most effed up way. Yeah. Man. It also reminds me of just what we just watched last night with 60 Minutes. Mm. They were talking about this airline company that, like, 
they just keep uh, cutting on their expenses right. by making their pilots not do all the exams properly yeah, that they need. Yeah, what was the name of that airline? I forgot. Um, Is it Spirit? No, no, no. no. Oh. Look up uh, 60 Minutes last night about an air... was their main story about this airline that was... Basically, their business model was cutting safety. They're the one of the most profitable. Allegiant? Oh, Allegiant. Yeah, Allegiant. Allegiant. Allegiant, yeah. Their business model is literally cutting safety regulations. Yeah. And they're one of the most profitable ones. And everyone, like, in the in that field of the, you know, airlines and whatever, everyone apparently knows that. And mm-hmm. they know not to fly them. Right. That's crazy. <sighs> Deregulate, right? But these guys sort of... This- Deregulate everything is such bullshit when you realize that there are companies whose business model is to cut safety features. It was pretty scary. They had three to four times more midair failures than yeah, other, than other b- airlines. Um anyway, this one got sucked out of window. That was that was tragic. But apparently the air the the pilot landed this bitch with one engine working she landed it was a female interesting at 170 miles per hour she landed that fucking airplane good job that's crazy pilots are incredible i wonder how underpaid and underappreciated pilots are Hmm. do pilots make a lot of money who fly for airlines can you guys look up the median salary for a like a generally the ones commercial. that work for a commercial they they make good money. I know a guy who's a retired uh, American Airlines pilot huh. and he he has a very comfortable That's uh, good. Living. That's yeah. good. I want them making money. Can you tell me what's the median salary? Can you look that up? Yeah, we're looking up. That's good. I want those guys making money. 100k? Oh, okay. 105k a year. That's God. the median. So, some mm-hmm. more, some less. God bless them. Yeah. Finally, someone who's getting paid what they deserve. Shit. Um, good friend of the show, your boy, Scarelli. It's Martin Scarelli. <laughs> Trading fraud, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Increase the price of drugs 5,000%. Got him. <laughs> I don't mean to take, I don't mean to revel in his misfortune. Um, <laughs> he was denied. He had requested access to a minimum security prison and the judge straight up denied him. And at this point, I, I saw that and I was like, well, this is just revenge at this point. I kind of feel bad for the guy in that because he's not a threat to, like, other prisoners. What are they afraid of? Martin Screlly? Is he going <laughs> to troll he gonna troll his way out of prison? He might. He might. He's like the Joker. He's like skinny yeah. some epic Harambe troll to, to, <laughs> to uh, send the prison into mayhem. Um, I'm starting to feel bad for this guy, for Christ's sake going to prison for such a long time, man. Yeah. Just made a couple memes. I don't feel bad. He doesn't feel bad. Close the cell. Lock him up. Throw away the keys, boys. Guys, um, let's take a quick commercial break. It, this one's going to be quick and dirty, so don't go away. We have a literally a 10-pound joint that we're all going to smoke <laughs> when we come back to celebrate this 420. It's literally the side of this, of this table, so please don't go away. Appreciate you, and I love you. Let's get <laughs> so lit. Stay tuned. Do not leave. Please. I need you. Dan, <laughs> cut me off. Thank you to 4 Hymns for sponsoring this episode of the H3 Podcast. Did you guys know that 66% of men lose their hair by age 35? That's kind of insane. Although in Israel, yeah, everybody's yeah. bald. In Israel? 
Yeah. It's kind of insane. I by feel here, like, I'm surprised. Yeah, people have big, beautiful heads of hair, but I guess it maybe starts receding by that time. Thing is, when you notice that your hair is leaving your head, it's already too late. It's much easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? That feels mean. They made me read that. They're like, did you? Everybody sees... It's bald. I don't know, but I, I personally think a receding hairline looks distinguished. I've said this previously. Bruce Willis, he's a superstar. He doesn't have a hair on his head. I, I agree, and I want to tell everyone who's kind of balding, it's not that bad. Like, I know we're, we're waiting here a solution for you, but I <laughs> right. also don't want you to feel bad. But what's the other option? What, are you going to get hair plugs? That's expensive. Who can afford that? Steve, yeah. Steve Carell. I wonder how much that cost. Do you guys notice how Steve Carell between, like, season one and season two? Season one, he's receding like crazy. And season two, he's, like, found the fountain of youth. He aged backwards. It's like magic. The one that he's got really Really good. good. But, like, when you see people on the street, like, that just did There's that. some that it are doesn't. really bad. Or, I mean, hey, if you if you don't believe in, in trying four hymns, you could just tattoo hair on your bald-ass head like Tube did. The poor guy. That poor guy, man. That was a rough decision. That wasn't a good decision for him. Don't tattoo anything on your head. And unless you have $50,000, you're not getting hair plugs. Let's focus. Forhims.com, a one-stop shop for skincare and hair loss solutions for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Thank you, science. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help keep your hair. No gas station counter supplements prescription solutions backed by science. Answer a few questions... A doctor will review and prescribe. Products are shipped directly to your door. That's pretty special. I mean, hey, if you, you know, if you're if you're worried about your hair falling out, give it a shot. Why not? For Christ's mm-hmm. sake, you know? I, I know a lot of guys are insecure about it, and I can only imagine the horror, that, that, that horrible moment when you are shampooing your hair, and it's just like, what is happening to me? What is happening? What is this? I don't know. My hair was really long, like, when I was young. I had, like, really long hair. And I don't know what, for some reason, but I was shedding hair much more when it was long. And yeah. I remember when I was showering once and shampooing, I was, I came out from doing my hair, and there was tons of hair in my hands, and I started yeah, freaking happens. out. But when I cut my hair, it stopped happening. That happens to me. But I can, so I, I can imagine how you feel. Mm-hmm. Order now. Our listeners get a free trial. Sorry, our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5. Pretty much free. Right now. While supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash h3. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash h3. Forhims.com slash h3 to get started for just 5 bucks today. Give it a shot. Why not? Thanks, Forhims. And we've got SeatGeek, everybody's favorite place to get tickets. Mine, certainly. Thanks to SeatGeek for sponsoring this video. If you don't know, SeatGeek is a ticket app for live events. NBA, concerts, Post Malone, whatever you want, they've got it. Um, I personally love using this site because, first of all, it's easy to use. And they have these wonderful things that I've not seen anywhere else. For one, you can see a view of the seat where you're sitting. So say you're getting a Dodger ticket or whatever. So you can actually see... A view from the seat. You know exactly what to expect. And they put a score of 1 to 10. 
green is good, red is bad, to let you know what kind of deal you're getting. Because they have retail, and they also have resale on the site. Mm-hmm. So maybe you want to go to an event that was um, sold out, someone's reselling. You can see how good or bad of a deal you're getting based on the history of, of the price of that ticket. They give you all this wonderful information. You can't get it anywhere else as far as I'm aware. I haven't seen it. I love them. They're a good company. They, they're great. We got a hookup here. This is unbelievable. If you use code H3H3, you get $20 off your first order. Just click the Me tab on the app and enter code H3H3 for 20 bucks off. That's them just eating the cost. They're just straight up mm-hmm. giving you 20 bucks to go to your favorite show. That's an incredible deal. Click the link in the description to download the app. Use code H3H3 for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. I highly recommend them. I'm a big fan of them. And thank you so much, SeatGeek, for sponsoring the show. With that being said, let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Did y'all hear about the uh, Wells Fargo is some deep doo-doo? Deep, deep doo-doo, my friends. They're being charged a billion dollars from some government agencies. Because they defrauded people. They were loaning mortgages and car auto loans to. They were overcharging people knowingly. And what happens as a result? They get charged a billion dollars. Wow. So the bill of the billion, when I heard that, I was like, great. Do the people they scam get their money back? So it turns out they've they're gonna repay 128 million to the auto scams. They haven't decided yet what they're gonna do about the mortgage scams. But it's Mm. like here, here's the problem with these s- evil scumbags, these CEOs that run these banks to just fucking pillage the whole world. The government, for whatever reason, has chosen that not to prosecute these criminals, these mm-hmm. absolute human uh, parasites. There's proof that they did that knowingly? <laughs> knowingly. Wow. And so since especially the big collapse with all the loaning the mortgage thing, shit, that caused all the collapse of the economy in 2008, mm-hmm. I think it was. <laughs> Nobody got punished. And so now it's just become... It's just become part of the equation of their business plan. They say, is, we can overcharge every person a thousand bucks, and maybe we'll get caught, and we'll have to pay the government a billion dollars. But we're going to make five billion. Wow. We're going to make $5 billion, and you know what's fucked up? The government makes money from it. They pay mm-hmm. pack people, but guess guess what? They're going to keep half a billion dollars for themselves. So it's almost like they're in this racket together. We're going to scam all these people, and then the government comes around. It's like, I got to wet my beak. That's insane. And Wells Fargo, <laughs> recently, they had more drama. Like, what's going yeah. on with them? They with had, the opening they, bank accounts for yep. people? Yep, they were opening savings accounts and checkings of accounts without asking anyone, yeah. and then they would accrue penalties. Isn't that beautiful? There's the, another uh, layer to this, too. Uh, you know, I think it's over 20,000 cars got repoed because of the overcharges. What? Yeah. what? So that's irreparable damage to people's lives. Yeah, that fucks your credit. That's, that's all kinds of Fucks your stuff. job? I mean, you lose your car, you, you what? Yeah. That's, that's rock bottom. That fucks up your life in a lot of ways. Yep. These people are so fucking evil. <laughs> and what happens is these evil cocksuckers, when they retire or they get fired for the scam, but they, they pocketed like $100 million, they get to go get a job in Washington regulating all their friends. 
That's what it seems like. Because our government is run by such fucking cowards. And by the way, Donald Trump, Mr. Drain the Swamp, what happened? Mm-hmm. What swamp is being drained? Who was going to prison for stealing a billion fucking dollars from hardworking Americans? Why are these people not going to prison for life when one black guy can steal a Mars bar and go to prison for 10 years? Or just sit at Starbucks. Yeah, or just sit at Starbucks. <laughs> they weren't actually sent to prison, but I get I know, point. I'm kidding. <laughs> <coughs> Every American wants to see these soulless, evil fucks put in prison. So where's the justice? There's not one American. You say, hey, this white-collar banker stole a billion dollars. Should we go to prison? Every single person is going to say yes. But somehow all the regulators and even the president, he has the authority. He could say, lock that cocksucker up. Mm-hmm. Why is the swamp not draining? It makes me so angry. And now they're talking about rolling back the regulations of all they put in place of 2008. Really? They put on all these regulations on banks to make sure you couldn't have all these bullshit scams again. Yeah. And they're taking them away. They're removing them now. Those fucking... Oh, my God. They're so evil. How much money do you need to make? Why do you need to scam people for an extra billion? Your bank is already worth trillions of dollars. Why? I don't understand that level of greed. Like, wealth is useful to an extent. If you have a billion dollars, what what is an additional dollar worth to you? What is an additional billion dollars worth to you? I don't understand that greed. What drives you, you psychopath? I really don't know. It's like this whole, all these companies, like this airline, that will just save money by putting all their, everyone in danger. You know, not doing all the checkups they're supposed to do just to save money. You know what it is? I don't know. Like, how do you sleep at night? They find really beautiful, creative ways to justify it. You know what it is? A normal person, like, we're, we're, we're rich by, by comparison to someone who's making $30,000 a year. But, like, real rich. We're still normal people because real rich is, like, billionaires. Billionaires spend money on a level that we cannot fathom. Mm -hmm. They can sway the result of elections. They can throw $50 million at an election and actually influence it. Yeah. So in that sense, having that much money is is unbelievable power. When you can just throw away $50 million and run an ad on every single television set in the whole country. But it's like, I don't know, man. These people are playing with fire, dude. I swear to God. Sickos, man. <laughs> it's crazy. I just don't know why. It, it, it's seriously so depressing to me. It makes me lose faith in this country that none of these bankers have gone to prison. Not one of these spineless cowards. That is pretty nuts. I I feel like if this was another country, someone would go. There was. I mean, there there was similar scandals going on in Europe and and mm-hmm. and other places in North America, and they went they went to prison. But our guys got off clean. You don't even know the names. Mm-hmm. They're the greatest thieves of all time. You don't even know their names. <laughs> Ugh! It really it's upsetting. Like the greatest villains ever.
And as long as you pay the government a couple hundred million, you're good to go and do it again. Fuck, man. Let's watch a funny video. This guy cracks me up. This is a classic, but I have not seen it since recently. So, maybe, but it gave me a fucking big. Oh, hey, it's 420 right now. Oh, what? <laughs> no! No! It's 420 on 420. Oh, no! Oh, 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 Whoa! I'm waiting for the minute to change. Why won't it change? Still 420. Ah! 420! No! It's 421. It's 421. I thought I was going to be stuck in that 420 forever. Thank you, man. We did it. Uh, this guy absolutely cracks me up. Um, let me see if the volume's up all the way. Okay. It sounds like Central Collections. <laughs> this guy just said black hole in a perfectly like he's saying like the state funding is being sucked up like a black hole and this guy goes excuse me excuse me play it again from the beginning excuse me what could I get an apology from the commissioner in this day and time? Can you imagine actually asking for an apology? Yes, he's serious. There's a follow-up clip that that I want to play, but can I get an apology? Wonderful. Watch his reaction. He's just speechless. Where you have diversity and refer to a black hole. Well, sure I do. It's a science term. It's a science term. It's a science term. Come on. There's no something that is negative in this society that we live in. Wait, wait. What is the church? There's a problem here. They don't know what tickets. Wonderful. Oh, boy. Isn't that great? So I was like, well, what? the hell was that? And then I saw there was a follow-up video. <laughs> Somebody interviewed him later on about this issue. And uh, he double he doubled downs, man. He he holds up <laughs> the black hole big time. This uh, issue that came up uh, a while back about black hole. Okay, quiet. You got more volume you can give us? Um, You got more volume? I'm, I'm cranked it. Wow, I'm cranked too. Where's the volume? Can I get a volume? Why is it so damn quiet? You're cranked. I'm cranked. I'm cranked. I'm fully cranked right now. Where's my mouse? There it is. Are you cranked, bro? We're all cranked. Cranking all day. We can boost it in post, right? Give a little... Yeah, we'll have to. I yeah, mean, it, it's boost. real, though. So huh? Let me start over. Everybody, shh, be quiet. Listen. Famous uh, issue that came up uh, a while back about black hole. Remember this? <laughs> one? Person of course. One person said that, that I feel the same way about black hole. I feel about Black Friday. Uh, that I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, what? <laughs> I love black, this. Isn't Black Friday a positive? Wait, now you're super loud. Oh, my bad. 
That's what the guy says in the interview. I love that his he's somehow just like black in any context. This is great. And I love that he has had time to reflect on it. And he's doubling down on it. That's like me getting upset that somebody like says jewelry. Excuse me? Jewelry? What is that? Because I'm greedy? Because I'm Jewish? That I like jewelry? <laughs> jewelry? Or a Jew harp. Jew harp? Well, that's, yeah, that's just insane. I can't believe there's an instrument called a Jew harp. That's not ironic. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this movie out right now? Jumanji? I'm sorry. The Rock? Kevin Hart? Are you serious? This is in theaters right now. Jumanji? <laughs> Unbelievable. I demand an apology from the president. <laughs> It's, it's an offensive term. Black hole is an offensive term. It, it, well, I, I, look, I understand the Wikipedia, you know, term <laughs> and, the, and the, you know, astrological, scientific term. But, I mean, and so the next thing you'll be telling me is that, you know, Black Friday, you know. Is he a, keeps, he's obsessed <laughs> with Black Friday. But Black Friday is great. Black Friday is great. Everybody loves Black Friday. Everyone knows Black Holes are like... astrological. Oh, <laughs> Black Friday's a good thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, every once in a while, you know, you, 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 you'll stumble upon something that, that's, good. that's good. But you're the one that used it as an example. So every once in a while, something with black will be good. You're the one that brought it up, you dip. <laughs> you dip. What about the Blackberry? <laughs> Barack Obama likes working as Blackberry. That's not offensive, is it? Well, no, because but because I'm a liberal like, and I don't want to use right, well, anything that's well. But Blackberry is a word <laughs> as opposed. To <laughs> what does that mean? A black hole is a word. Does it mean a noun? <laughs> black hole is a noun. You know, an adjective. Okay. What about uh, black gold? <laughs> black top. Blackboard, writing on the blackboard. <laughs> sometimes it's the context in which things are used. Uh, and maybe sometimes it's the user. It's the user. Right. But Black Friday versus Cyber Monday. I mean, you know, well, why couldn't they just... You're saying they ought to change the name to White Monday. Well, they can change it to White Monday or uh, do, do something with Friday. White Christmas, dreaming of a White Christmas. <laughs> this guy's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not for me, because... Well, it's not, it's not as, a, as offensive as it is uh, it, it's indicating in terms of uh, still, you know, the, this, this, this society. Oh, well, no, we're talking about... <laughs> I, love this, I love this philosophy. Like, I reserve the right to be offended anytime someone says black, no matter what the context <laughs> is. That's like a superpower, man. Super social justice. I remain, I retain the power anytime someone utters the word Jew within a word or a word itself. The next time you see Jumanji, expect my face to pop up and be doing this. How dare you support this criminal institution? Don't you remember the Holocaust? And now you're here watching Jumanji? It's a science term. <laughs> this was a story that got my this story rattled my dags oh, what <laughs> in New Zealand they say when they want you to hurry up they say rattle your dags they call uh, dingleberries the sheep have dried poop that form around their asshole they call them dags so when they want you to hurry up they say rattle your dags <laughs> isn't that great <laughs> I love that YouTuber faces jail for video forcing homeless men to eat toothpaste. This guy sounds like a real piece of shit. <laughs> Let's read this article. Um, Barcelona-based YouTuber faces up to two years in prison over a video in which he fed Oreos filled with toothpaste to a homeless man and joked it would give him long overdue clean. Kang Kwan, 
Kengwa Hin, that was racist for me, known as Reset, to his more than a million subscribers, filmed himself giving, filling the biscuits with toothpaste and replacing them in their back in their packing before feeding five of them to a homeless man. He ate five without noticing there was toothpaste in it. Mm. Mm, yeah, that's. He was hungry, or maybe he was on drugs. He was drunk. It was just good flavor of toothpaste, maybe. Maybe it was dank. Maybe it was good. Maybe he's like, I don't remember Oreos tasting this way, but this is good. <laughs> As the 52-year-old man uh, ate the cookies, Reset jibed. Maybe I've gone a bit far, but look at the positive side. This will help him clean his teeth. I think he hasn't had them clean since he became poor. I love that. <laughs> that association of just like, you're broke now, somehow. I don't know this. Whatever. Reset. 20-year-old, originally from China, earned more than 2,000 euros from YouTube for advertising linked to the video, which was viewed thousands of times. That doesn't sound like a lot. Thousands of times. <laughs> according to court documents reported by Spanish Daily. He now faces a charge of a crime against moral integrity. I was like, whoa, that's a crime in Spain? Mm. <laughs> crime against moral integrity. That's interesting. Yeah, what does that mean? It's pretty, it's pretty it's wild law. With Spanish prosecutors seeking a sentence of two years in prison in order to pay 30,000 euro to the homeless guy. Pfft, that's sick for the homeless guy. The homeless dude was originally from Roma Romania. Uh, said he was ill after eating the toothpaste-filled biscuits. I got sick after five minutes and threw up, he related. Explaining that he had not known who Reset was and came to fear for his life. It goes on. It gets even weirder. After the video drew immediate outrage, Reset returned to see his victim the following day and made a, another film. Asking him how the biscuit had gone down, he said, People exaggerate over jokes in the street played on beggars, when surely if it's done to a normal person, they wouldn't say anything. I don't understand that statement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. May, I mean, first of all, that's not true, but you're preying on the defenseless, and that's what makes it so fucked up. That's mm -hmm. like going and kicking a puppy. It's like, he's a defenseless old homeless guy. He's vulnerable. So the, the YouTuber said that? Yeah, the YouTuber said that. And his follow-up video to defend himself. Fucking psycho. As the contrary continued to grow, Reset and a friend again visited him with a camera with the intention of spending the night with him, at which point a witness called the police. So these guys were actually being so disturbing with this guy, they were going to spend the whole night, that a passerby called the police. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, yeah, it sounds like they're just harassing the guy at this point, desperate to, like, make himself not look like a psycho. Prosecutors said that Reset had later deleted the video and offered the homeless man 300 euro for his silence in an attempt to reestablish his image and integrate himself with public opinion. Ingratiate. Reset, who is currently on bail awaiting judgment, had previously offered sandwiches filled with his cat's excrement to children and elderly people, the court heard. What? That part really got me oh, hard, God. man. That's so much worse. Yeah. Fuck, man. This guy, the homeless guy said he had never been treated so badly on the street, adding that the bar where he vomited after the incident regularly helped him with food and clothing. Guys, fucking hell. Jesus. This is, this is like the real dark side of YouTube. Is like, that room is really green. What is going on? That room is so green. What the hell? Um, it's just like actually giving little psychopaths with no moral. Well, he looks like a kid. How old is he? 
yeah, he looks really young, but like, I mean, three times is a charm, man. Yeah. I feel like if I did that at a young age, I would do it without thinking and thinking it was funny, and then I would feel really bad afterwards. Mm-hmm. Be like, wow, that was psycho. I used to do shit as that, like as a kid, be like, and then in retrospect, be like, that was psycho of me. Yeah. But to do it three times. But know. it's crazy today because you can have a YouTube channel. Yeah, it makes it way worse because they're doing it for the intention of potentially millions of people yeah. and being paid for it. That's kind of the trouble YouTube's in right now. How do we curate? How do we yeah. not pay these assholes? Right? It's tough. It's a tough job. Anyway, fuck that guy. God bless <laughs> him, though. Wish him the best. Don't fuck with homeless people. Yeah, I never got that. It's so lame. And the, like, I don't know. All this, the, it's like it's such a phenomenon on YouTube and it never ends. Like, here we go. Now a kid's still making videos about homeless people. Mm-hmm. I thought we were the done with that. Phenomenon, yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, man. Back in like 2015, there was like this homeless phenomenon where every prankster. They're just like free extras. Right, right. Or, or free stars. stars. They were like the star of it. Yeah. Like a whole Cinderella story. Yeah. Where at the end they're back on the street, and he made a bunch of money. Best Cinderella story ever. Where the fairy godmothers get paid and Cinderella's back in the basement. Oh man, I got more videos to show you guys. <laughs> Who wants to watch more videos? Say me! Me. Thank you. I can't hear you guys at home, if you did say me. Here's a clip of, what the fuck is this? A uh, mail order bride goes in for the kiss at their wedding. Okay. I've seen this one. This is this is rough. <laughs> <coughs> Here's what I don't get about a guy who's willing to do a mail order bride. Like, here I don't think you even need volume for this. You're you're only look at that. You better just enjoy this the vision of this Ronald Reagan. Oh well, there's Obama too. She looks like she's pushing 50, but she's dressed like she's 16. Maybe 18. I shouldn't... I don't know. Okay, so... As a guy who's willing to order a bride from Russia, you understand that you cannot find a woman in America and that a Russian girl is coming for the explicit reason that you're American and that by marrying you, she can get a green card. So, I don't know what kind of... Like, that... It's just weird to acknowledge that and go for it. Yeah, that's the last option for these people. And I think they also rationalize it in different ways. Like, I remember seeing some documentaries about this stuff, and they're just like, I don't know, they're helping them in a way to get out of a situation. Like, the lady is probably in a bad place where Mm. she doesn't want to be. He's saving her. So he's saving, yeah. It's like, but still, just so he thinks that they'll they'll gonna like a pre like you're my savior. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> Man, I would I would be interested to find if any fruitful relation lasting relationship ever happened as a result Me of this. Too. Like, well, here you guys go. Here's the beginning of one. Turn that up. Yeah. Do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband, to have to hold for richer for poor and sickness and health till death do you part? 
right there. There you go. So, by virtue of the authority vested in me by law as Justice of the Peace, Precinct 2, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Damn. Damn, get it. <laughs> this guy's name's- he looks- why does it look like he's on his lunch break right now? <laughs> he's got a pen in his pocket. <laughs> Milton that? from the, uh... Office space, right? He's definitely from office space, yeah. <laughs> what would you say you do around here? Oh, Damn, she's a champ. She's a f champ. She wants that green card real bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that fucking look he gives when he's gone. <laughs> it's fucking legendary. So I don't know. I don't know. It's all interesting thing. I should I can't really make fun of these guys. They're it's desperation, like, oh lucky me, I got a wife. <laughs> you know, like if you sometimes I don't know, love you can find it in many forms. <laughs> <laughs> Some. How, how does all that work? I mean, it, it, if when it's explicitly a mail order bride, so do they? They really get a green card? Like, so there's no follow up or checkup that this isn't legit. You know, I think if they really are married and living together, right? There, there, mm -hmm. there are certain checkpoints in immigration, but it's possible they have to come with the intention of like we're dating and I'm coming to be with him. So she enters on a visa, okay, and then. Right. And then if they get married during that time, there is roads to getting a green card, although you have to, you have to avoid as much possible showing that the intention was to come to get a green card, because that is illegal. But I guess it's hard to, I don't know, it's so complicated, I don't really know. Me and Ela, we were trapped in Israel for so long because we wanted to move to the US, but we just read that it was so much safer and smarter to do it in Israel, so immigration knew that our intentions were pure. Mm -hmm. To apply for a green yeah. card in yeah. Israel. Because if we moved to America and then got married, and then applied from America, it looks... It looks more shady, and yeah. I think at that point I may have had to like stay here for a few years without mm -hmm. living. That was one of the fears. But I know a lot of people who that happened to, and they didn't have a problem, so I don't know. It's definitely a hard procedure to get the green card. Yeah, it's brutal. It is brutal. Um, let's see, what else? Amazon, dude, you guys read this shit? This kind of shocked me. I'm gonna read this article. About fulfillment, fulfillment centers having slave-like conditions where workers are, are pushed to be so productive that they're peeing in bottles because they're actually afraid to take a bathroom break. This is in America. This sounds like like conditions in sweatshops in China. Dude, the more and more I learn about shit... It's really depressing to hear that about Amazon. <laughs> well, what it says in the in the article is that it's not just Amazon. 75% of fulfillment centers. Yeah. It's just the way they run these things. Although Amazon should know better. They shouldn't... But I feel like Amazon created this atmosphere yeah, where everything has to be delivered tomorrow. Yeah, they did. But also, Jeff Bezos is worth nearly a trillion dollars. So hire a couple more people. So that's what I mean about these psychopaths. Yeah, he's like, the richest man in the world, right? He's the richest man in the world. It's like, so pay an extra $10 million a year and hire more people so people can go to the bathroom. That doesn't even come close to affecting your bottom line. Mm -hmm. When you personally are worth a trillion fucking dollars. Yeah. The... 
they gave an example of the workers, for example, will be working at the top floor in like a four-story building. Mm-hmm. And to have to go to the bathroom, they have to go all the way down. Right. So obviously they would take them forever. Yeah. And they get, they get paid by sending a certain amount of packages oh, an hour. Wow. Like they, they give them, you know, target goals that they have to do. And they also, they recently kept, kept raising it too. So it oh. like doubled from what it was when they so started. So they get paid by their productivity. So yeah, they have to, well, it's like if you don't, then you, you, get, you get a strike. Yeah. And apparently also women for getting uh, sick or whatever, <laughs> bring a doctor's note. I don't know. They can't make it to work. They would get a strike for that. It's like, Dude, we need unions. <laughs> we need unions. People who think we don't need um, regulations or that we can trust the, the, the market to regulate itself. Bro, it's not happening. It's not happening. Unless you're a billionaire, that doesn't benefit you. If you know anyone who's working class, they're getting fucking slam dunked on by some psychopath billionaire. Um, so they're peeing in bottles. By the way, the more I learn about, like, stuff, the more I suspect... I just... I'm so skeptical. I, we, we work with China on Teddy Fresh, so I started to learn more about what's going on there. They get... And, th- and there's, there's other stuff to this, okay? It's not that simple. But they get, in China, a month off. The whole fucking country takes a whole month off everything shuts down you cannot work with these chinese factories for an entire month mm-hmm. the whole country is on vacation meanwhile in america there's this con- there you always hear like oh man sweatshops in china they're all getting worked out to their, to their fucking teeth meanwhile they've got a whole month off and we're pissing in bottles to to, to remain productive there's no mandated vacation days there's no mandated sick days there's no there's Mm -hmm. like 12 days of pregnancy guaranteed can you imagine having a baby and coming back to work 12 days later that's what a lot of companies expect that always blows my mind in israel you get you get a minimum of three months first of all and then you can you can up you can choose to like uh what do you call it uh postpone it or right make it longer up to nine months and you still have your job my sister is only now going back to work after nine months. So, and Israel's kind of like the on first the three months of, are paid of like second should, world, like, say. like is yeah the first three months are paid, and then you can keep your job and and take an additional six months off. Yep. In Europe, it's even it's even crazier, and I just <coughs> this American attitude is it's a sickness of like we're all just temporary embarrassed millionaires, you know. This sickness that's like, I got mine and fuck everyone else. It's so fucked up. And ch- China has better working conditions, you guys. I'm Did sure you know they're, like, I'm not, you know, the sweatshops and the horrible stuff you do hear about China, I'm sure exists there. Not saying that it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you don't you don't hear that they get a month off. Right. Imagine, Americans don't know that. If Americans knew that China was getting a month off, you think they would be fucking happy about that? <laughs> These guys running up and down peeing in bottles getting paid like what $15 an hour <sighs> it's crazy oh and and I was learning about Tesla their factory they mm, do this oh shit no. well Tesla factory has an awful reputation of just really? being grueling they do shit where they they shut down the factory for a week or two weeks to modify the the assembly line and they force everybody 
to take either they force them to take their paid vacations or they don't pay them. So it's like, and I said, it's like, you are responsible for them. They work for you full time. I understand that you're under financial strain, but mm-hmm. you hire someone full time. You're responsible for their well-being. You can't just cut someone's monet- money off for two, mm. two weeks. So they, they but that happens all the time. They have to close the, they have to close the factory for factory anyway. So they're like, so well, they say you can't, you, yeah, you, if you have to take vacation days or you don't get paid. And they probably have, like, what, if you've worked there for a while, I mean, God knows how much they give. They're, you're not required by law to give any. That's crazy. Do you think Can't that people, do you, do you think people at Walmart and Kmart and all these bullshit, shitty jobs have vacation days? They don't have any. I was talking to someone recently. Really? It was our uh, movers. We moved recently. And the mover works full-time for this moving company. He says he has no vacation days. No one. He works his ass off every day, and he can't miss a day because obviously he's got bills to do. He's a family and shit, and it's not a high-paying job. He has no vacation days. I don't understand it. How, like, how is it that in Israel people have better? Like, I don't know. In Israel, everyone feels like you're being fucked over by everyone. <coughs> right. But it's not. I guess I you think- have at least. The minimum, I think, is 12 vacation days. Yes, 12 is the starting point. But then there's the maternity leave, and there's a, you get health care. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. The health care there is affordable. Everyone's Four. got it. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. It, 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 I think the problem is that there's so many people in America. Like, Israel has, like, 5 million Israelis in greater Israel, in, like, mm-hmm. non-Palestinian Israel. Same with, with like, Europe. You have three hundred over three hundred million people in America. I don't know. There's something about it's just how America is so driven by money. Yeah, everything is so. Like you said, all the billionaires they affect everything by dropping like fifty million on something. Mm-hmm. And they lobby Congress to prevent laws like in unions and shit. It's depressing, man. America has the potential to actually be the greatest country that ever fucking existed, man. There's so much potential, like, honest to God. People, people, people would take what I'm saying, some people would, and say, like, you you hate America or something like that, which is insane. I think people like Bernie Sanders and, and socialists and people like that who more appreciate models like in Sweden and Norway and Scandinavia, call them un-American. Socialism's un-American. Why? I don't know. It's it's crazy. They're liars about it. They say, oh, the Nazis were socialists. Okay. (laughs) All right, well, enjoy the non-sick days that you get and the no maternity leave. (sighs) This, uh, I don't know. Um, let me read this article, actually. I meant to read this. It's real interesting. Um, title, Amazon warehouse workers allegedly peeing bottles to avoid punishment. While Amazon is known for revolutionary e-commerce with its quick delivery system for a variety of products, its workers allegedly sacrificed toilet time to meet the company's demands. Workers in the UK... Oh, this is in the UK, so what yeah. the fuck did I just talk about? This particular article well, is about a UK <laughs> one. Still uh, Amazon... We were looking at another one that was talking about 
in Arizona. It might even be the same article. They're just further down there. That's interesting that um, that they're. That's fucking interesting. That's going on in the UK too. I think it's just Amazon, man. They Heard say in other places in Europe too. The Am- Amazon warehouses are just kind of hellholes. Since you brought this up, a lot of people have been in the Twitch chat saying that they oh, yeah. uh, used to they work saying? for Amazon and stuff. Really? And it was the worst job they ever had. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you know that under that beautiful facade of, like, Amazon, Amazon, we love it, underneath that beautiful facade is just, like, human pain and suffering. Let's be sure to remind our uh, viewers that they can subscribe for free with um, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Twitch Prime. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Um, God, keep me out of the warehouse, guys. <laughs> Slam that subscribe button for free. Yeah, I don't know what what's going on. Jeff seems like a decent guy, so I don't know why you wouldn't care more about having good good um conditions. Anyway, God of War came out yesterday. I've got it loaded up on my. PS4, and I gotta tell you, it's what I want to be doing right now. <laughs> um, we're going tomorrow to Jack's. Jack's Films is getting married tomorrow. Yeah. I'm super excited. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. We went shopping. We got some nice clothes. We is hated it. Gonna we're gonna wear... go return it. <laughs> we're gonna wake up early and go shopping. I hate shopping for dresses. I hate it. You look good. You get that white gown. You Who were can relate? About? <laughs> Who Dude. can relate? Yeah, we were joking that I should roll up in my Gucci tracksuit and Elon a white gown so that we'll suck up all of the attention of the whole wedding. <laughs> Nobody will notice Jack and Aaron. <laughs> suck it up like a black hole. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> can I? Okay, Dan, we are going to need a public apology. Oh, I am so sorry. Anyway, um, that's about it. <laughs> For this week. That's it. Remember, guys, Ninja is on Monday. It's going to be great. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know why I did that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading right now that someone's saying SpaceX fucks over engineers and it's one of the worst places to work. I don't doubt as it. As an engineer. What the fuck? Because, Ela, the Great Pyramids. Do you know how the Great Pyramids were built? We marvel at them. We think they're beautiful, wonderful things today. Straight up. Human slavery and death. And today, when we build big, beautiful things, we get we have to get as close to human slavery and death as legally possible. <coughs> That's how you build great things. Slavery and death. I don't like that. But we're getting better. If you want to look at it, like, comparatively, like, it's getting better. And hopefully in another 50 years, it will be even better. You know? In another 50 years, it's going to be robots zipping around, building pyramids, and we're going to be lounging. <laughs> and we'll all have our own robot sex robots. <laughs> and our VR goggles. It's going to be A-OK. Um, is everyone smoking weed right now? In the chat. Where my stoners <coughs> at? Where you at? Where you at, guys? <coughs> I blaze too hard. All right, that's it. Thank you guys. Hope you had fun. Hope thank you so much for watching. Yes. Hey, where can people uh, ask questions for Ninja next Monday? The subreddit. Oh. What's up? Did I not say that? I don't think you said it. Or if you said it, you said it at the very beginning. Sorry so it's guys. It's on the guide. Let me check, make sure it's up there.
It's up there, you fucking cocksuckers. I see people are studying. I'm Let's failing. read some of the questions now. Keep if studying. Fortnite didn't exist, what game would you be streaming? How did you find Fortnite? Is Drake your favorite rapper? Why did you say the N-word? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> what, what did he say? The uh, black, what did he say, black hole? <laughs> By the way, I saw that ninja n-word controversy. It was the dumbest shit I ever I wa- I watched it like five times and I couldn't even Legibly hear him saying anything. I don't even know the story yet. Well, anyway, it's completely blown over. It's, it's, mm. It doesn't matter. It happened a while ago Um, that about does it, y'all. Yabbity dabbity. What's the porky pig sign out? That about, 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 that's all, folks. I don't know. Crushed it. Yabbity dabbity dabbity. <laughs> da, 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 da. I, I believe it's abadie abadie. Abadie 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 abadie. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Abadie 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 abadie. That's all, folks. How hyped for beer bongs and Bentleys? I'm just reading from the chat. I'm super, super, We're super, super. super f- I heard his one single, Stay, they did during the Bud Light thing, and it was, like, so good. Sounded amazing. Um, it's in a week, right? Yeah, it's coming up. I'm going to hype it for sure. All right, y'all. You know what's funny? We made the video where we were backstage with Post Malone, and his fucking record label claimed the video. Oh. <laughs> what? I was like, you cocksuckers. Wow. <laughs> and then I told Austin, I don't, and like I disputed it and I told him. And then they came back again really? with the chutzpah play. <laughs> and then they got me to the point where I would either have to get a strike, where I, you basically challenged mm. them to a game of chicken. You're like, strike me, I dare you. Or they can release and the claim. And I, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I hate these companies that try to muscle their... Like, I don't care who it is. It's funny because Austin clearly <laughs> wouldn't want that. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I went there and I we promoted him. <laughs> it's like the opposite of copyright infringement. Yeah. Well, I wrote in the... Because you have all these options to say why you're disputing it. And I said, I was literally with <laughs> the artist. You know, I have the artist's permission. Yeah. Watch the video, idiot. <laughs> and then they, they let it go after that. Oh my god. I thought it was funny though. Ethan, you, I gotta I gotta compliment you by the way on your slouching. This is like next level. <laughs> you almost left the frame. It's the end of the show, man. What are you, my mom? Give me a fucking break. It's Friday, my dudes. It's, it's 420. Oh sick. Can you see my head still? Yeah, you're you're a little in. You started nearly <laughs> at the top of frame and we've we've almost lost you at this point. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Fuck all you who think I'm going somewhere. <laughs> Everyone who knows that I'm staying, smash like. <laughs> Everyone who knows, who, everyone who's a real one, who's ride or die and knows that I'm not going anywhere, smash subscribe and keep me out of the fact. Anyone who wants to lock Ethan in this position right now, <laughs> click a like. What a, li- a Rick Laxman. <laughs> yeah. Lo- smash like to lock in your answer. <laughs> what else? <laughs> I've never played God of War, but I'm looking forward to playing the new one. I heard like it's insane. You didn't play the uh, the old school ones? Mm-mm. Mm. They're they're good. They're fun. Yeah, I, I, this one is supposed to be like 
out of this so planet. Masterpiece. Yeah, masterpiece. So Fucking masterpiece. I've been trying to I've been trying to diet. I've been eating bread or or I've been on the keto. The keto diet cracks You're me a up. Keto though. boy. I don't understand the keto diet. They're like, okay, for breakfast, eat eggs and cheese and bacon, deep fried and coconut oil. But whatever you do, don't eat an apple. <laughs> don't eat fruit. I'm like, bro, that does not. Sound it's like, okay, you. if you want to believe that, good luck with your diet. Like, there's some simple basics. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. That an apple is not healthier for me than bacon and cheese and eggs, deep fried in coconut oil. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. It's like, I understand the logic of the basics of it, but then to add bacon and to remove an apple. Don't eat an apple, whatever the fuck you do, because you'll get out of your ketosis state. <laughs> Alex said that to me, cracked me up. I was like, ketosis? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a heightened state, apparently, when you are really strictly... Following Cato, you go into ketosis, which is a heightened state of awareness. There's a lot of comments here. I lost almost a hundred pounds on keto before it was cool. <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> as a weight loss, by the way. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. I've been, I've You're been trying to lose weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> I've been. It's been actually good for me because I, I really. Can get down with like steaks and fat and eggs and all that, <laughs> but bread is hard. But I'm, I'm doing okay. Mostly, I think just not eating processed food and chips and stuff has made a big difference. It's just when I heard the "don't eat fruit," that I I took it personally because I love fruits. Dan, come grab the camera. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, my back. This hurts a lot. <laughs> Ow! But, like, <laughs> this whole thing of, like, don't eat fruit just seems fishy to me. <laughs> I see someone here said you can still eat some berries, I think. Some berries. I don't like that. No. You should eat, definitely eat a lot of berries. I don't like your hesitation about some berries. <laughs> <laughs> you can have three berries. You can have ten slices of bacon, twenty pieces of cheese, and a New York strip. What'd you say? I can't hear you. But you can have three only three berries. Otherwise you'll go out of ketosis. <laughs> what were you indicating right now, Dan? This way. This way? Oh. <laughs> this guy's talking about there is a thing with people who have left SpaceX for Virgin Airlines. That's a That's thing. That's like I left my ex for a for Virgin, virgin Cutie. <laughs> She's so hot she only eats three berries a day. <laughs> She's steep in a, a catatonic state. All right, let's end this. Hope you guys had fun. <laughs> We'll see you on Monday with Ninja, right? <laughs> Everyone out Don't there playing God of War. Don't forget to eat your fruits. Don't forget to blaze and play God of War this weekend. And wish Jack's <laughs> films and Aaron a happy wedding and a beautiful life <laughs> for the two young lovebirds. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> What's happening? All right, just kill it for Christ's sake.